Hey, thanks again for joining us on Middle Aged and Mediocre. Uh, we know the name doesn't make any sense, but uh, we're okay with it if you're okay with it. And if you're not, we're still okay with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm Cash. Learn to live with it. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> you you are. I did notice that. You are <laughs> yeah. The widest legs. Yeah. You have uh, you got the button-up shirt. You're pulling off the middle-aged mediocre look. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. I just need white New Balances. Like I have black Adidas, but they are, are uh, orthopedic. Well, you can't Adidas. wear you can't wear New Balances now unless you're a white supremacist. Oh, really? Yeah, they adopted the. Aww. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah, I know. I wear black New Balances. I don't wear white sneakers. I have a pair I bought when I was Orange Cassidy for uh, Halloween. Right. Shout out Orange Cassidy. OC. He's listening. Freshly squeezed. Yep. He's, Fresh, please, squeeze. he's been getting Fresh, please, squeeze. he's been getting some pushes. Yeah. He's been getting some good uh, time on TV. My favorite thing to do is listen to Jim Cornette bitch about Orange uh, Cassidy. Yeah. Like I'll watch his little YouTube videos, and it's just like nine minutes of him just. I hate it. Oh, dude, he he kind of went off the fucking chain last time, or off whatever. But he's like wanting like Orange Cassidy to die, and he was saying some really fucked up shit. And I was like, man, this is still just wrestling, right? Right. That's still a human being, man. Like he's like all oh, those people that cheer for that. They're just they're in on it. They're part like there's he's like they don't matter because they're like the only people that enjoy it. Like who cares? Like they still enjoy it. Like I still enjoy it. Yeah, it's hard to uh, stay like a fan of Jim Cornette. Yeah. Like I like like the dude did so much for the like I like him. He's such a big of, part of my childhood, yeah. like watching wrestling and all that. But fuck, man. he was a prick back then too. And he I, hated him. Like I agree with so much of the stuff he says about yeah. wrestling, like his philo- like psychology wise. Yeah. But man, he hates Kenny Omega. Get the he fuck hates over, the young dude. Bucks, like just so, just yeah. I mean, just like almost like is he working it? Like what's yeah? It's yeah. I mean, I think ninety five percent of it's a work. Because it keeps him relevant. Yeah. Like, who would care about Jim Cornette if he didn't say? Yeah, if he was like, no, like shit me, everything's every, you know great. what I mean. Yeah. Like, he'd still have like the NWA commentary job, but he'd just be Jim Cornette still. Like, yeah. he wouldn't be getting the podcast listens because people are obsessed with listening because they want to hear what he's going to say. Yeah, that's true. They want to hear him bitch about I AEW, watch the YouTube. and then they get mad about it, and they go to forums and yeah. Jim Cornette said this. <laughs> so like, right? People write all letters and asking questions there. and. Yeah, him and yeah. Brian Alvarez. Why are we talking about this? He's made. A, <laughs> Sorry, he made a smart decision to keep himself relevant. Yeah, uh, but you're Joel. I'm Joel. Yeah. So in shorts, uh, talking about Orange Cassidy. If uh, things get weird, uh-huh. uh, just a warning up front. I'm on muscle relaxers and whiskey. Wow. So you know, if at some point I just pass out. Yeah. Just uh, take it. I'm opening up the Vader in the demolition. <laughs> yeah. If some point, I'm actively rooting for it. Can we like put on some? Do you have a like, white noise machine or something? Uh, we... Yeah. It... Well, I got the window. Yeah, toilet paper stacked up to the ceiling. Can you it's like just lay on? Out, man. Can you just lay on like a, a bed of toilet paper? Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like one of these days, uh, like. I'm going to wait for you to be super, super depressed and, like, yeah. sad, and then I'm just going to be like, here's Demolition, buddy. Oh. Dude, so don't, don't start pretending tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow? I'm like, oh, God. I saw you get ready this for already. You, like, started having Man. a look on your face. Like, you're going to start crying. Like, I can, I can. I'm not going to buy. switch it on. I'm not going to just buy into it yet. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm looking forward to getting really depressed now. <laughs> yes. I mean, eventually, if, like, I move, yeah. which I'm planning on doing before too long, I won't want to pack 
and move shit, so I'll just be like, here. Here you go. Have things. Open it up. That's what I do every time I move. I'm just like, who wants all my shit? I've done so that. So I don't have to fucking do anything with yeah. it. Now I'm in uh, that last place, but yeah. But yeah, I was in a wreck today, so that's uh-huh. why I got rear-ended pretty good. Uh, but <laughs> Took I'm, it in the rear pretty good? Took it in the rear, man. Jarred me. I'm Jarred good, though. Yeah. Sore shit. Whiskey and muscle relaxers. They tried to do x-rays. Uh, I'm too big to oh, get back wow. x-rays. Congratulations. Yeah. So that's that's a fun thing to hear. <laughs> uh, like muscular-wise. Because right. I mean, you're pretty... Uh, I mean, all bulk. Yeah. Like I, it's, it's bulking season. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to start cutting. You got, you got muscle there. Right. Yeah. So I carry around. You got a broad I'm, back. I'm 400 pounds. Yeah. I carry it not that great, but <laughs> it's all right. Who does? It's I mostly mean. in my arms and shoulders. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so they were like, you know, they you got said, a big head. I got a big ass <laughs> Irish head. So they were like, you know, uh, we think your back's just super screwed up from like old injuries. Sure. And I was like, yeah, it definitely is. They brought so, Superman in the X-ray. Yeah, right. Hurts. <laughs> stings like the Dickens. A little warning. Worse uh, than a tattoo. But yeah, man, everyone. So you got in a wreck, and did you wash your hands? I did. I was telling you, there was a dead deer carcass yeah. right next to the road uh, where we pulled off to wait for the did cop. Did you start in the car? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Somebody had cut the... So, like, it was a buck. Yeah. And it had half of its left antler. The right antler was missing completely, and the left one had been, like, cut clean. Wow. Like, so it didn't get broken off, and yeah. it didn't, whatever. It was a clean cut. Someone stopped, like, look at that antler. Someone took the fucking antlers, man. Yeah, you ever been to a flea market? You think all that <laughs> antler true. art? Where do you think that shit comes that's from? That's true, but why not take all of the antlers? Like, why leave half of the left one? Maybe that's all they needed. Maybe the right one was already gone. Maybe. But, yeah, it was. Who knows? Maybe it got hit and lost It smelled the so first bad. Oh. Yeah, I washed my hands in that. Yeah. So. Like, you know, how, how, would, how would you describe the smell? If you could pick, uh, like, three smells that would make up that smell. Like, if, uh, like, say really a whole a nest of skunks okay. died in the summer. Uh, right in the sun. Yeah, and they had all just shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, and they'd all had diarrhea. And they'd all just shit, and then they died immediately after. Uh-huh. And then uh, this deer came along. And vomited, <laughs> yeah, and then ate them. Oh, okay. And then shit all that out, <laughs> and then ate it again, and then got hit. It was that's, like that's a round. Smelled. It's close to that, cool. I'd say. Cl- pretty close. <laughs> so I should uh, not ask that question. You should have, man. I will describe it. Uh, <laughs> really good. So yeah, everybody. I went to Med Express. Everyone, everyone there was coughing. Yeah, like everybody had masks on. See, I cough because I smoke weed. Yeah, I cough because that's what I've been doing since September. Yeah. So it just happens now. It's the thing I do now. I cough. Cough and people cough and you look at them. You're like, what the fuck are you? Well, if you fucking like, I was at Mahone's Tire their day and had to cough. And like, as midway through it, I noticed everyone in the lobby turned and just glared at me. <laughs> Kill him! I was like, man, I already don't want to be in, like out in public. Yeah, they said, wash your hands, don't touch your face. No shaking hands. Right. I, I tried to shake the cop's hand today. I didn't yeah. think about it. I just like walked up to what he goes, whoa, hey, no. He's like, <laughs> he's like uh, we can bump elbows. He shoots you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, officer, that was well, fair. He, he kind of like took a step back and he's like, I'm taking my family to Cincinnati. I'm not taking anything else with me. I've done that. I mean, people try to shake my hand and I, I didn't fist even think bump about them. It. I fist the yeah. hell out of them. Yeah, you just fist them, man. Yeah, Can't get coronavirus that way. No shaking hands, which has to be a relief to Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Do you think they just stopped? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the joke, Or right? if he go to jail, if he keeps shaking. Oh, yeah. He Man, you can't sick. just pick on Michael J. Fox. I can't? No. All right, let's go back He's a national treasure. How about Tom Hanks? Right, man. He's got the corona. Oh, man. Tom Him Hanks. and his wife both. Yep. 
if anybody could get it, I mean, if anybody's going to get it, yeah. uh, I'm kind of glad it's him because he's going to turn it into a pretty badass movie. Yeah, he will. Yeah. If that he makes basketball it. Basketball player, uh, Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Gobert. Touched all the mics, went in the locker yeah, room, man. touched all the And now, and now uh, his teammate, Donovan Mitchell, has it. Yeah. Like, how about don't touch me? Yeah, he apologized. Face. He's like, I just didn't think it was. He's like, I didn't understand yeah. that my joke wasn't. Hopefully, like, from what I heard, like, those guys, you know, they're going to get, like, flu sick, but it might not be too bad for them. Like, yeah. it's really bad for, like, older, older people, people with pre existing conditions. I mean, well, it's yeah. just crazy. Like, like I kind of like, wanted to talk about it. in the NBA, like. Well, so, okay, so the NBA. Uh, Major League Baseball, March Madness, Major League Soccer, and NHL are all postponed. March Madness is canceled altogether. Oh, they just canceled. They it. canceled it, and then XFL canceled the rest of their season. I mean, because I mean, it gets to the point where like all these arenas in two months' time, when this hopefully is lifted or whatever, like they already right. have shit scheduled for that. Yeah, so well, like, like college, especially that'd be a logistics nightmare. Yeah. Like hopefully kids are NBA going can, to other. Like, just start their playoffs or something at some point. The NBA? Yeah. I do kind of – yeah, I was thinking that, like, where they would just be like, all right, like, that was the end of the season. But then, like, there's a couple teams I think are, like, right on the bubble of yeah. being eight seeds. So, like, kinda, but, you know, whatever. Play in or something. They'll figure it I'm out. I'm all for extra basketball. Yeah. I'm glad they – I mean, it's just so weird. They had, like, in Salt Lake City, they had all the fans there about yeah. to tip off. And they're like, actually – Well, they did the same thing with uh, the late game that night, New yeah. Orleans and uh, Sacramento. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the, it was supposed to be the 1030 game. That's crazy. And all the fans, they just went ahead and decided to cancel it. They played the Mavericks and whoever the Mavericks played. It was basically the final game before the camp. uh, That's just just billions of dollars and all those leagues stop and play. So XFL said they're going to go ahead and pay all the players for the remainder of the season, which is cool. Um, They were doing pretty good, too. I thought for Dude, I, I mean the better football, than the first. The time football's not great. Yeah. It's got some issues, but the ratings and attendance. Were I enjoy steady. it. I've been watching it. Yeah, uh, but like the South by Southwest festivals canceled. Yep. yep. Uh, Coachella's pushed back to October. Uh, E three, which is like one of the biggest gaming, uh-huh. it's canceled. Uh, like so, I keep seeing all these people post things like it's just the flu. Yeah. Quit being, maybe. Like, Maybe it is. How do you? Yeah, uh, they wouldn't cancel this shit if it's just the flu. Like I'm not. I don't know what it is. You know, I don't yeah. know. But yeah. like what I do know is, uh, corporations and things like that don't give money up. No. So yeah, money rules the world. For all of these places to be like, hey, we're gonna take a hit because NBA's taking a huge fucking yeah. hit. Like they're gonna lose so much revenue. Yeah. And it's going to fuck them next year. Their yep. cap space is going to be fucked. It's going to change everything. So for all of these places to uh, South by Southwest is going to lose shitloads of money. Yep. Uh, people don't like to lose money, especially no. big things like this. So uh, I feel like if it was just the flu, which maybe it is, yeah. I just I feel like there's stuff that we don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, because if you listen to like people from the World Health Organization, who? Uh, who? Sorry. <laughs> this <laughs> and, is serious. God damn it! If you listen to people from that, like experts and shit. They've routinely said, we don't exactly know what we're dealing with yet. Yeah. So, like, for all these people to jump to the conclusion of, like, everybody get over it and yeah. quit, whatever. Like, let me come cough in your face. Right. Then on the other side of that, like, maybe maybe you shouldn't go buy all the toilet paper. Maybe yeah. other people need some Yeah, I don't think paper. you're going to start shitting more, are you? I don't, right. I don't understand it. Like, people just, they want to, I don't know. The more I'm on social media, the more I get freaked out about being I mean, like, I canceled a trip to Ohio this weekend yeah. just because, like, I'm taking my daughter and just I who knows in two days they might no interstate trial. I don't well, know. Dude, so I much mean, has been crazy. happening just in the last couple of days. Yeah, like two days ago I would never have thought that they were canceled they were gonna cancel all this right, stuff. Right. Yeah. I thought some stuff might get put like 
postponed for like a week. They were talking about that empty arena. SmackDown games. tomorrow night's going to be uh, empty the, arena. Yeah, no, it's at the Performance Center. Uh, but it's what like, I read. There's no fans. Yeah, yeah, because it's said. just a ring. Yeah, know, yeah. Up. Or yes, yeah, so not an arena. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just WrestleMania. They're saying it's still going to go on as planned. They're saying. And I don't know though. What's, what's the date for that? Like April, April 15th or fourth, so right. April okay. something. God, two weeks. I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Cancel it. It's two weeks from Sunday, I think. Oh, I or three weeks, so one or the other. But so there's over a thousand dead in Italy right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a flu. Based on so on, they don't have all the data yet. Like so, this is based on incomplete data. Uh, close to five thousand people have died all over the world. Uh, there have been close to one hundred thirty-five thousand cases so far. Yeah. Again, not complete data. We don't know how many is not being reported. Yeah, uh, we don't know how many like are being covered up by countries because some countries might not want it out there. That you know. Kind of hurt tourism. Uh, there's somewhere there's somewhere around sixty nine thousand closed cases, so that's like a seven percent death rate so far. Uh, that's since around January twenty third, when Wuhan, China, uh, shut down first shut down transportation. So they, I think they, I think basically in China at that time, they just went like they basically shut off eighteen million people from the world. That's insane. They just decided like we need to prevent yeah. this shit from getting out now Nobody leave, nobody but it still leave. did uh so i mean you know and then like you get people that are saying the flu is worse maybe like the, it, the numbers do say that because uh from what i read an estimated fifty six thousand people die from the flu or yeah. flu-like symptoms every year and during the 2017-2018 flu season Almost sixty two thousand people die from the flu. And only five. But again, not everything's so right now it's only five thousand. Uh and it's only been since January too. We're not talking yeah. a whole year. I mean this has happened quick. Yeah. Uh and hopefully two a month from now, two weeks from now, I mean they have it under control. We can kinda yeah. get back to some normalcy, but like but it spreads I, so already, fast. I always stay away from crowds. Like I don't right. like being seriously right. like I, 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 same, just, yeah. I don't like yeah. to be it's so weird because, like, if I'm on stage in front of them, like, it's cool. Like, right. that's all right. But, I don't want to be intermediate. I don't want to be in. Yeah, like, I want the crowd to be, like, I'm on one side of the crowd, and the crowd's the crowd. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. the wrestling shows, like, I like to be the ring. I'm not part of the crowd. Right. I like to be, I'm the ring announcer. I like to help you. Like, I'm around, running around doing shit. Like, it's just. Uh, Speaking crowd, of that show, uh, we have a show scheduled for March yeah. 28th. As of right now, it's still happening. There's no cases in West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, there's three. Um, Cases under investigation in West Virginia right now. Oh, really? So I, I mean, it's in Kentucky. It's in Ohio. Yeah. It's got to be just a matter of time. So we're going to keep an eye on West it. West Virginia's always a little behind. We don't get <laughs> like we don't get fans coming really from other places. Yeah. We get some wrestlers coming from different places. Yeah. But we're going to keep an eye on it and see and then make a call sometime next week. Uh, a lot of places are canceling their shows. Yeah. I mean, we might. I have a comedy show in Akron that's up in the air right now. I mean... Uh, the, the the Booker guy has a lot. He has other venues that have canceled shows. And he's like, this venue says that we can still do it. Because, I mean, you couldn't get 100 people in there anyway. Right. You know, And that's the thing in Ohio now. I mean, there's no ga- gatherings over 100 people. But it's a little tiny bar show. I've already performed at the place. I like it. And the guy's like, basically, it's up to you if you want to come. For, for right now. Yeah. That could yeah. change. And I'm like, I'll come. Because, I mean, I'm not. I'm going to be, you know, six feet away from the people. Right. You know, like, I, I still get to do a half-hour comedy, get paid, right? Like, yeah, I'll risk my life, sure. <laughs> I'm not taking my daughter. Like, that's, the, like, if, I can't go visit family without my daughter. Right. So, like, you know, since I don't want to take her, I'm just not going. You know, like, well, I'll go see him in a month or something. Like, fingers I mean, crossed. it's kind of scary. They, like, they're saying that you don't show symptoms for, like, ten days. Yeah. So you can have it, and you wouldn't even know for, like, ten days. We are so close. 
Like our cells. Oh. I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Get it's... off my lap. <laughs> <laughs> you got on my lap first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it might not be anything to worry about, yeah. um, but maybe it is. It's not going to hurt the word. I don't. I, I, right. Well, I, it can't I hurt. It if you're at this point, like we were joking about, if you're going out and buying yeah. 20 yeah. packs of toilet paper. You need to have some common like, sense still. That shit can hurt you. Like, yeah. Plus, remember, well, there's. Sure. What if they close the stores? What if they're like, all right, right. we're closing fucking everything? Well, remember, there's other people that, like, need things too. Yeah. So maybe don't yeah. just start hoarding shit. Yeah. So, and like people, like I've heard, seen Amazon like stop selling some items because yeah. people are buying them. Like, oh, well, now we're going to triple the money, triple the right, price. Right, they'll do that know? shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and then like so, Amazon say all the, yeah, like you said, stores start closing. You think, well, I can still go to Amazon, but like, what if UPS and the post office is like, hey, we can't yeah. just be getting shit taken to people. Yeah, who knows where it's coming so, from? So yeah, I don't, I don't know, know, man. It could be a it's weird such a fucking. Movie thing. It's yeah. like a, what's that '90s movie with like uh, Outbreak with the monkey? Mm, yeah. Started with the monkey, and that one doesn't. This Hoffman one started and... with uh, bats. They say <sighs> most likely it was bats, and then really? bats. And inf- I wondered how it started. Uh, it... But then bats. They said that since like there's no, because uh, it most likely started in a market in Wuhan, China. And they said that since bats aren't, like, that's not a thing that gets eaten, it's most likely from a, uh animal that a bat infected. So, like, maybe a bat infected an animal, and that animal infected a person. Yeah, yeah. And from that little tiny market, yeah. and wherever the fuck you just said. Wuhan. Wuhan! Wuhan, China is where it all, uh, that's where they say it's originated. I keep them all in check. Wuhan, Wuhan! <laughs> Um, but I mean, I don't know, man. Make you know that could be where it started. It could have been something else. Could be in a lab. We don't know. It could have started somewhere else. Like, and they haven't got a report. Yeah, it could be a lab. Let's get rid be of man made. Let's get rid like let's get rid of half the population. Look, man, it's time we sweep off some of the Thanos fella. Dust, you know what I mean? <laughs> Thanos fella. It's weird. Have you watched uh, Mark Maron's new uh, special uh-uh. on Netflix? Uh-uh. It's really good. It but, just dropped. Like yeah, uh, I sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I just said that. It right. just dropped. <laughs> Uh, but he has a whole running, he has a whole thing kind of comparing Marvel movies yeah. to the Bible, how it's kind of like a new religion. Oh, yeah. So it is kind of funny to oh, think. Oh, wow. Like, I'm about to watch that. Somebody sees Endgame, and, or like, you know, whatever movie was before Endgame, but like Thanos wipes out half it. Yeah. And then somebody's like, this is our religion. Like, yeah. We need to make this happen. <laughs> like, I don't know, but. Nerds, there's stuff. Nerds could do that. Nerds could make something, this is man. What happens when nerds finally Fucking get their nerds. way? Nerds, yeah, they stopped working on jetpacks. Now they're working on C nineteen. <laughs> yeah, jetpacks only killed one person. Make jetpacks. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. That's right. Fly jetpacks again. Wash your hands. With jetpacks. C nineteen can't get up in the air. But all right, man. That's enough of the sad stuff. Let's get to murder and death. <laughs> oh, I guess you're the boss of sad stuff now. Okay, cool. Let's get to dead children. Man, I'm so depressed right now. <laughs> I just wish there was something that could cheer me up. But there's nothing in this world that's gonna make me any yeah, happier. Yeah, you're not getting demolition. Yet. Okay, well, what? Give <laughs> uh, who? Let's talk about some dead kids. Okay, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's up the mood a little bit, huh? Yeah, guys. Who's ready to party? <laughs> so anyway, there's these kids. They're dead. Yeah, yeah, there's five of them. <laughs> five of them. <laughs> is there a clown named Pennywise? Maybe. <laughs> this is a mystery. Okay. So, I mean, all right, yeah, like, uh, we're not going to solve the coronavirus problem, so. <laughs> oh, we're not? That's why I came over. <laughs> the least we can do is uh, is try to solve this mystery. Okay. It's what we do here on Middle-Aged Media. Get my shoulders loose for this mystery solving. All right, you ready? All right, let's yep, do this. Yep. All right. George Sauter was born in Tula, Sardinia, 
1895. Where is that? That is in Italy. Okay. Uh, he immigrated to the United States in 1908 when he was 13. An older brother who had accompanied him to uh, Ellis Island immediately returned to Italy, leaving George on his own. You know, like you do when somebody's <laughs> yeah, 13, 13 years old. 13 in New York City. Yeah. New York City? Uh, he found Sorry. work on the Pennsylvania Railroads, carrying water and supplies to laborers. And I know that from years, Monopoly. Pennsylvania Railroad. Yeah. Uh, and a few the years, what's, what's the other three? Pennsylvania, B&O. Oh, shit, man. I haven't played in a long time. Uh, I don't know either. We'll have to look it up. I was up. hoping you knew. Nope. I knew uh, B- we both know B&O and Pennsylvania. B&O, Pennsylvania. All right. Why are those the two we both know? So he came from Italy yeah, he at came, 13. He started working on the railroad. He came from Italia. Oh, the live long day. Uh, He started taking water and supplies to the laborers. Uh, and after a few years, he moved to Smithers, West Virginia. Okay. Uh, he was smart and ambitious. He first worked as a uh, driver and then launched his own trucking company. So did pretty good for a 13-year-old immigrant. I don't know when he... He done glue up. I don't know when he launched up. that, but uh, he did. So they are, uh, real quick... Okay. They are... Pennsylvania being a reading? Reading. Okay. Reading. I think it's Reading. Oh, okay. Uh, and then Short Line. Short, I would I never would have a short line. I don't remember that one. Isn't it ironic that I read re- Reading wrong? <laughs> I think you might be right, even. It might be Reading. I'm pretty but sure. But I think I it's am. Reading. We'll, fu- we'll wrestle about reading it. Reading Railroad this. sounds too much like Reading Rainbow. Yeah, that's true. So, whatever. Good show. Uh, he was smart and ambitious. He first worked as a driver. Yeah, launched his own trucking company, hauling dirt for construction and later freight and coal. Uh, one day, he walked into a local store called The Music Box and met the owner's daughter, uh, Jenny Cipriani. Who would come over from Italy when she was three? They married and had ten children. Damn. Between 1923 and 1943. Just fucking. Ten children in twenty in ten years or twenty years. Just fucking. Yeah, man. two a year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no. So she'd have one birth, every two years. She'd like go like eight nine months. And she'd be like, she, All right, you so can one do every it again. yeah yeah. Uh, they settled in Fayetteville, West Virginia, an Appalachian town with a Double small the population, but active <laughs> Italian immigrant community. Have you ever been to Fayetteville? I've probably been through it or something. I don't know. Uh, it was listed. It's it's actually a pretty great town. It was listed as one of two thousand of the two thousand six top ten coolest small towns in America Ooh. by the Budget Travel Magazine. What? I got a subscription. I have the whole series in my trunk right now. Yes. And uh, as Best River Town two thousand thirteen by another one of our favorite magazines, <laughs> Blue Ridge Outdoors. Ooh. Yeah. So. Uh, the New River Gorge B-R-O. runs along the edge of it, and there is a lot of cool shit to do there. There's a lot of live music and like little places to eat. So, uh, I've stopped there a few times on the way, to, like Summersville and places like that. Uh-huh. But anyways, uh, tell this, me more, Josh. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> Did to. Did you have a picnic? No, I want to hear about when you would stop on your uh, way to Summerstown. Well, it was it was the 90s. <laughs> uh, the Sodders were, uh, as one county magistrate put it, one of the most respected middle class families around. George held strong opinions about everything from business to... Italians usually do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to stereotype a bunch of people. But... <laughs> but... They have opinions Italians, and they're, and they're am I very right? firm in those opinions. <laughs> forget uh, about it! <laughs> why do you even forget about it if you're trying to keep telling me about it? That's why they want you to forget about it so they can tell you about it again. Uh, they held strong opinions about everything from business to current <laughs> events and politics, but was, for some reason, uh, he didn't really talk to his kids much. Uh, he never explained what happened back in Italy to make him want to leave. 
The Sodders planted flowers across the space where their house had stood and began to stitch together a series of odd moments leading up to a fire. Oh. There was a stranger who appeared at the home a few months earlier, back in the fall, asking about hauling work. Uh, he meandered to the back of the house, pointed to two separate fuse boxes, and said, This is going to cause a fire someday. Uh, Strange, George thought. I love thought. a good meander. Can meander. I, yeah, you know, I, I haven't meandered enough in my life. Oh, dude. I need just, to get back to meandering. You need to, yeah. yeah. Don't be in a hurry. <laughs> Fuck, man. You're going to get there. Like, look around while you're doing it. Just Enjoy that shit. About. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fuck, I just like that you use that word. Just meander. Just fucking you want to go when you like meandered. Next time you ask a girl out, like, yeah. hey, would you like to go for a meander? <laughs> meander. See what she says. <laughs> Sounds like a sexual position. Yeah. Meander. It's like a salamander type it's thing. Meander. Yeah. Right. There you go. So he meandered. So he meandered. <laughs> uh, he thought it was weird that uh, somebody would say that about the fuse boxes, especially <laughs> since he had just had the wiring checked by the local power company, which pronounced it in fine condition. Around the same time, so a meander is going to show up and like try to talk shit about it. Uh, Get yeah. lost. That's buddy. not good. Those aren't good fuse boxes. Yeah. I've meandered a day or two <laughs> in my life. I know a thing or two about fuse boxes. You're going to catch a fire. Uh, around the same time, another man showed up and tried to sell the family life insurance and became irate when George declined. He said, <laughs> Not a good salesman. He said, Your goddamn house is going to up and smoke. <laughs> And your children are going to be destroyed. <laughs> Have a good day. You're going to be paid for the dirty, dirty remarks you've been making about Mussolini. <laughs> Tell uh, your neighbors about me. George was indeed outspoken about his dislike for the Italian dictator Mussolini and occasionally engaged in heated arguments with other members of the town's Italian community. Uh, at the time, though, he didn't Goodbye. take the man's threat seriously. Uh, you know, he just thought uh, he was a real uh, Mussolini. You know? <laughs> The older Sodder sons also recalled something peculiar. Just before Christmas, they noticed a man parked along U.S. Highway 21, uh, intently watching the younger kids as they come home from school. So that's that's the scene. All right. For Christmas Eve that year, uh, it was pretty much like any other in the area at that time. George and Jenny Sodder, the uh, the two, they were fucking the father and kids. mother, had gone off to bed with their two-year-old baby girl Sylvia. Their younger children, Maurice, Martha, uh, Louis, Jenny, and Betty, were allowed to stay up late to play with some of the new toys they had already acquired. Oh, Gotta get those toys on Christmas Eve. Hell yeah. Uh, the oldest son, sons, John, age 23, and George Jr., age 16, were already in bed after spending the entire day. Wait. They had a first son. Then they were like, let's name this one after I know. you, George. Yeah. That's so fucking weird. Well, did you know Gary? I just found this out yesterday. So Gary Payton has two kids, right? Yeah. Uh, the oldest one is Gary Payton the second, and the younger one is Gary Payton Jr. My head's spinning. Yeah, like, what? Yeah. Huh? And Gary Payton the Gary uh, <laughs> Payton Jr.'s nickname? What do you think it is? GPJ. Mm-mm. So Gary Payton was what was his the glove? The glove. Yeah. Gary Payton Jr.'s nickname. The sock is the mitten. Oh my god! He's not very good either. <laughs> He's kind of shitty. His rhymes with kitten. Yeah. Mitten is not mitten is not a good word. Yeah, Gary Payton the second, he's pretty damn good. Yeah. But Gary Payton Jr. did not quite get it. He's, he's in. so confusing. They talk about Gary Payton the second. They talk about I Gary Payton. I think he's Jr. in the NBA. I think they both are. I think, yeah, I think I did see. I know Gary one. Payton the second is. But yeah. Anyways. Anywho. So uh, this guy has his first son. Names yeah. him John. John. And then he's like, oh, he's like, man. man you, wish, I, you, know, you know what I wish I would have done? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be pretty boppity. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
That's what that's Italian. Georgia Junior. <laughs> uh, they've been working at their father's coal trucking business all day, so they were tired and they were already in bed. The older sister, uh, Marion, was watching her younger siblings before going to sleep. At around 12.30 in the morning, uh, the telephone broke the quietness of the night. Jenny rushed to answer it, and an unfamiliar female voice asked for an unfamiliar name. Then there was a, a laughter, and then glasses clinking in the background. Warriors! <laughs> oh, yeah. Come out and play! <laughs> yay! I don't think you can do it with full ones. Warriors! So they're clinging glass over the phone. First of all, quit playing games on my phone. It's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they were like just New Year's partying it up on Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. Getting some champagne glasses going. Just a bunch of fucking drunks, you know what I mean? Or maybe they were writing that movie. It's probably around that time. No, <laughs> no this was way back 1940 in... 1940 uh, yeah. or something, probably. Uh, yeah, so... Like this was... Uh, yeah, I mean, their youngest kid was born in 43. Oh, it was like 23 or something, so you gotta figure... It just, this was 1945. Okay. So... Uh, Jenny told her she must have the wrong number and hung up. Tiptoeing back to bed, she noticed that all of the downstairs lights were still on and that the curtains were open and that the front door was unlocked. And these were all things that the kids had always made sure they did. They locked the door, yeah. they closed all that stuff. Uh, she saw Marion asleep on the sofa in the living room and assumed that the other kids were upstairs in bed. She turned out the lights, closed the, curtain, closed the curtains, and locked the door and then returned to her room. She just began to doze off when she heard one sharp, loud bang up on the roof. Uh, then a rolling noise. Santa Claus. So something had hit and started rolling down. Yeah. Fucking, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up on the rooftops. Yeah. Something, something. It something, something. Was quite a stir I don't know. or something? Nope. Yeah. Santa's drunk as shit up on the roof. <laughs> Santa's pissing off the <laughs> roof. Uh, Come on, Martha! Oh my god, he's shitting in the chair. Anyways, an hour later, she was roused once again, this time by the smell of the heavy smoke pouring into her room. Oh. Around 1 a.m., a fire broke out. George and Jenny and four of the children escaped, but the other five were never seen again. Uh, one of the kids is off in the military, okay. by the way. So, nine of the ten are in this house. Four of them get out with the parents. Five are never seen again. Wow, they lost half their kids. George tried to save them, uh, breaking a window to re-enter the house, which ended up cutting like a big patch of skin off his arm. He could see nothing through the smoke and the fire, though, which had already went through all of the downstairs rooms, uh, living and dining room, kitchen and office, and then his and Jenny's bedroom. So their bedroom. remains were never found inside the house then. And I figure some, you're going to have some remains in a fire. Uh, he took stock of what he knew. Uh, two-year-old Sylvia, whose crib was in their bedroom, was safe outside, as was 17-year-old Marion and two sons, 23-year-old John and 16-year-old George Jr., who had fled uh, the upstairs bedroom they shared, singeing their hair on the way out. He figured Maurice, Martha, Lewis, Jenny, and Betty still had to be up there, cowering in two bedrooms on either end of the hallway, separated at a staircase that was now engulfed in flames. Like, they couldn't even use the staircase now. Yeah. He raced back outside. You gotta have a plan for fire. Back in the forties, I learned that shit. It was, uh, it was just. I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, why in the nineties they had plans in place. Yeah. They're like, hey, don't be like. Probably started guys. making those stickers you can put on your window yep, and shit yep. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he raced back outside. I eat, I eat ass. Those stickers. Oh, I eat ass. Yeah, you can get those stickers. Well, then you'll get pulled over. Yeah, but you can also put on your window. Yeah, they girls don't like just, it. Girls, just, girls and guys just bring their ass to you. Yeah, we don't discriminate anymore. Yep. 
Both of them. Everybody eating ass. <laughs> hey, buddy, just wash your hands. Just wash your goddamn hands. That's what killed that deer earlier. Uh, he raced back outside, hoping to reach them through the upstairs windows. But the ladder he always kept propped up against the house was strangely missing. Then he had an idea. He would drive one of his two coal trucks up to the house and climb atop it to reach the windows. But even though they'd been functioning perfectly the day before, neither one would start. Uh, he ransacked his mind for another option. He tried to scoop water from a rain barrel, but found it frozen solid. Five of his children were stuck somewhere inside those great whipping ropes of smoke. He didn't notice his arm was slick with blood, and that his voice was, like, killing him from screaming their names. Yeah. Probably held a bunch of smoke. His daughter, Marion, sprinted to oh, a neighbor's fuck, home. man. That'd be so bad. Like, your kids are just... Yeah. Stuck in there, yeah. yeah. You know, there's not anything you can do. No. You're trying everything, but... Uh, his daughter Marion sprinted to a neighbor's home to call the Fayetteville Fire Department, but couldn't get an operator response. A neighbor who saw the blaze made a call from a nearby tavern, but again, no operator response. <laughs> Exasperated. Christmas Eve, no one's working. The neighbor drove into town and tracked down Fire Chief F.J. Morris, who initiated Fayetteville version of a fire alarm, a phone tree system, where one firefighter phoned another <laughs> who phoned another. Phone a firefighter. So, yeah, one person would get the initial call, and then instead of, like, being able to just go to the fire, they'd have to then call, call to the next one, yeah. and then the next one. Uh, the fire department was only two and a half miles away, but the crew didn't arrive until 8 a.m., seven hours after the fire what? had started, by which point what? the Sodder's home had been, had been reduced to a smoking pile of ash. And why hadn't the fire chief just taken off as soon as he was notified of the fire? Yeah. Well, according to the chief himself, he didn't know how to drive the fire truck. Ah, uh, how you chief? <laughs> you don't even know things about driving yeah. a fire truck. That's what I pay these imbeciles He's like, for. I just know when there's fire, like, hey, guys, put that out, okay? Yeah, I just tell these guys to get <laughs> the fires out. Lost in the fire were Maurice, age 14, Martha, age 12, Louis, age 9, Jenny, age 8, and Betty, age five. Jesus. And by lost, I mean lost. Lost. They're gone. The bodies were nowhere to be found. Not even up in smoke. Fire Chief F.J. Morris told the Sodder parents that the blaze, which he speculated was caused by faulty wiring, was likely hot enough to completely destroy the bodies. Mm. Something didn't sit quite right with George and Jenny, though. They didn't think that the blaze was an accident, and they didn't, or and the, and they believed that their children might still be alive. With it being Christmas, be, yeah. investigators stated that the that a more thorough investigation would be conducted in a week. <laughs> we got to celebrate, okay? However, before the investigators returned, George used one of his bulldozers to push dirt over the remains of the home, creating like a shrine. Oh. Uh, he did this, he says, because after the way the investigators had acted, he just didn't think they were going to come back. He's just like, they didn't seem interested in this at all. They just quickly said it's faulty wiring, and then they were all kind of like, well, all right. Yeah, but see you in a week. See you later. Yeah. So he just kind of thought we were getting the shit into the deal here, says him. Like, yeah, this is, that's kind so of fishy some, to yeah. cover. So Jenny couldn't understand how five children could perish in a fire and leave no bones, no flesh, nothing. They screams. Right. I mean, they say a lot of times, though, smoke, they'll, you die from it smoking. Like, yeah, it would, you couldn't, you'll be able to. Yeah. She conducted a experiment of her own. She by burning animal bones, uh, chicken bones, beef joints, pork chop bones, to see if the fire consumed them. Each time she was left with a heap of charred bones. She knew that remnants of various household appliances had been found in the burned-out basement, and they were all still identifiable. 
An employee at a crematorium informed her that bones remain after bodies are burned for two hours at 2,000 degrees. The house was destroyed. So, this is kind of... Their house basically burned to the ground in 45 minutes. Yeah. But, I mean, then it was That's seven really hours. really fast fucking fire. It was seven hours before the fire trucks and everything got there. So, uh-huh. like, the fire... I mean, it just kept smoldering the whole time. To, to be that cold but out 45 for minutes, yeah. like, five bodies just burn up to nothing yeah. in 45 minutes. Yeah. There has to be so if that there have to be some acceleration, I would think. Right. Uh, the collection of odd moments grew. A telephone repairman told the solders that their lines appeared to have been cut, not burned, as originally stated. They realized that if the fire had been electrical, the result of faulty wiring, as the official reported, as the official report stated, uh, then the power would have been dead inside. So how do they explain the light? Downstairs. Uh, yeah, when the daughter got up to piss. Yeah. So Peace. the mom. Oh, the mom. Yeah. Uh, a witness. She's somebody's daughter. Josh? Well, the lights were still. They could see the lights still too on while the fire was happening. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, a witness came forward, claiming he saw a man at the fire scene. At the scene of the fire. Was he meandering? <laughs> he was. He was not meandering. He okay. was doing much worse. Uh, he was taking a block and tackle used uh, for removing car engines. Uh. And the man accused of doing this was arrested and admitted that he had cut the solder's phone lines, but he never went to trial for the crime he'd been charged with, so his claims never amounted to anything as far as law enforcement was concerned. However, the crime he was arrested for not only occurred during the fire, but at the site of the fire. While he was, uh, while George Solder was trying to rescue his children. This man was stealing from one of the nearby buildings on his property. Oh, my God. Like, right next to him. Uh, The man's claims that he cut the phone lines were waved off because the lines were cut at the top of the telephone pole. Uh But that could also also explain why the ladder was not found or typically remained. It was found almost 75 feet away down, like, a nearby hill. Huh. So it was almost always, like, right in a little shed. Yeah, why would it be? Yeah, just all of a sudden, for some reason, it's not around anymore. Uh, One day... One day, while the family was visiting the site, Sylvia found a uh, hard rubber object in the yard. Jenny recalled hearing the hard thud on the roof and the rolling sound. George concluded it was a napalm uh, pineapple bomb uh-huh. of the type used in warfare. He had seen them before. A uh, bus driver had reported that he witnessed balls of fire being thrown onto the roof of the home Jeez. while driving his route that night. It was determined later that the fire had started on the roof of the house. So, uh, nice of this bus driver to, like, see this stuff and just be like, well, it's <laughs> Christmas Eve for I you. got my route to do. Uh, Behind the yellow line. <laughs> Get back, Santa. <laughs> I don't care what day it is. <laughs> then came the reports of sightings. A woman claimed to have seen the missing children peering from a passing car while the fire was in progress. A woman operating a tourist stop between Fayetteville and Charleston, some 50 miles west, Said, I've heard of Charleston. You've heard I've of Charleston. Been You've been there a couple times. Didn't see any kids. Uh, yeah, did not see these five kids. She said that she saw the children the morning after the fire. I served them breakfast, she told police. There was a car with Florida license plates at the tourist court, too. A woman at a Charleston hotel saw the children's photos in a newspaper and said she had seen four of the five a week after the fire. Quote, the children were accompanied by two men and two women, all of Italian extraction. I think she means distinction. Yeah. Um, she said in a statement, I do not remember the exact date. However, the entire party did register at the hotel and stayed in a large room with several beds. 
They registered about midnight. I tried to talk with the children in a friendly manner, but the men appeared hostile and refused to allow me to talk to these children. One of the men looked at me in a hostile manner. He turned around and began talking rapidly in Italian. Immediately, the whole party stopped talking to me. I sensed that I was being frozen out, so I said nothing more, and they left early the next morning. Uh, in 1947, so two years after, George and Jenny sent a letter about the case to the FBI and received a reply from J. Ed, uh, J. Edgar Hoover. He said that although I like to be of service, the matter related appears to be of local character and does not come within the investigative jurisdiction of this bureau. Hoover's agents said, however, they would assist if they got permission from the local authorities. But the Fayetteville police and fire departments declined their offer. Oh. Uh, Why? How about ask George and Jenny or whatever the right. boy's name is? Yeah. Uh, the Sodders the- then return or then turned to a private investigator named C.C. Tinsley, who discovered that the That's insurance a good name salesman for a private Tinsley. Investigator. Yeah, C.C. If you ever wanted to be a PI, it'd be cool. I think it'd be. Yeah. yeah I think I. That's what we need to do. Up and call it middle-aged and mediocre. May uh, ma'am PI something. Yeah. M-A-M-P-I. So there's a thing there. We'll we could do, do it. it. Well, that's what we're going to start doing now. Right. So, quit your job. I'll quit mine. You'll take the bullet. I did, whatever. Okay. Oh, sure. Uh, but <laughs> I always wear a, I always have a flask in my pocket. Okay. So, the, the flask is going to take the bullet. Sure. But you'll think I'm dead. And yeah. And like, you'll, like, give me this big, like, Josh, uh, so oh, yeah. I'm going to miss him. And you're going to be crying. And then yeah. I'm going to go, would you snot it <laughs> off? <laughs> you want a shot, pussy? And I'm going to stand up and I'm, you're going to see the bullet. And I'm just going to take a shot. I'll shake my head and say, Josh. Oh, you <laughs> rascal. <laughs> Yeah, so and then dead. the credits roll. Uh, I'm gonna shoot you. Uh, <laughs> the PI <laughs> okay. C.C. Tinsley discovered <laughs> that the insurance salesman who had threatened George was a member of the coroner's jury that deemed the fire accidental. Another little weird coincidence. Uh, the PI also heard a curious story from a Fayetteville minister about F.J. Morris, the fire chief. Mm. Although Morris had claimed no remains were found, he can cons- he supposedly confided that he discovered a heart and some bones in the ashes. He hid them inside a dynamite box. Uh, okay, so before we hit him, uh, so when the story got around, uh-huh. uh, they wanted the Sodders uh, and Tinsley persuaded him to dig up the site to show them whatever. Yeah. And according to him, um, he wanted... He wanted the solders to find something mm-hmm. so they could put this behind them. Yeah. So he got a box, buried the stuff in it, and then put it in the ground. So when they did dig stuff up, he would find they that. would find something and they could like maybe move on. Yeah. Uh, together, they, they dug up the box and took it straight to a, lo- a local funer- funeral director who poked and prodded the heart and concluded it was beef liver <laughs> that was untouched by the fire. It was determined as well that the bones had belonged to someone older than any of the solder children. Uh. And for some reason, this didn't raise any alarms with anybody. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, it's old bones. <laughs> we can't identify them anywhere. Then, but <laughs> soon afterward, the Sodders heard rumors that the fire chief had told others that the content of the box had not been found in the fire at all, that he'd buried the beef liver and bones in the rubble and hoped that finding any remains would placate the family enough to stop the investigation. Over the next few years, the tips and leads... like he has something to hide. Everybody in this is a little yeah. sketchy. Uh, over the next few years, the tips and leads continued to come in. Uh, George saw a newspaper photo of school children in New York City 
and was convinced that one of them was his daughter, Betty. He drove to Manhattan in search of the child, but the parents refused to speak to him. Which, I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah. If a random dude showed <laughs> I'm up. I'm from West Virginia. I That's saw your daughter. I saw your daughter in the paper. <laughs> All right, get away, weirdo. My wife forget about it. I can't forget about Take it. Take your sausage and go elsewhere. We're the worst. In, uh, in August 1949, uh, the Sodders decided to mount a new search at the fire scene and brought in a Washington, D.C. pathologist named Oscar B. Hunter. The excavation. Like, what, four years later? Then? Uh, yeah, 45 Jeez. to 49, yeah. The excavation was thorough, uncovering several small objects, uh, damaged coins, a partly burned dictionary, and several shards of vertebrae. Hunter sent the bones to the Smithsonian Institution, which issued the following report. Uh, Stop sending us bones. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, The lower lumbar uh, vertebrae belonged to one individual. Since, I don't know how this means, since the transverse recesses are fused, the age of the individual at death should have been 16 or 17 years. The top limit of age should be about 22, uh, since the centra, which normally fuse at 23, are still unfused. On this basis, the bones show greater skeletal uh, maturation than one would expect for a 14-year-old boy, which was the oldest missing solder child. It is, however, possible, although not probable, for a boy 14 years and 14 and a half years old to show 16 to 17 year olds maturation. Yeah. So the bones, yeah. So. But they said that they only saw four that one night in the hotel, so maybe. One, yeah. Uh, the vertebrae showed no evidence that they had been exposed to fire, though. Oh. The report said, quote, It is very strange that no other bones were found in the allegedly careful evacuation of the basement excavation. Of the basement of the house. Uh, Noting that the house reportedly burned for only about a half an hour or so, 45 minutes, it is said that one would expect to find the full skeletons of five children rather than only four vertebrae. The bones, the report concluded, were most likely in the supply of dirt George used to fill the basement to create the memorial for his children. The bones had reportedly come from a cemetery in nearby Mount Hope, but no one knows why they were removed from there or how they ended up in dirt that George used. Jesus. Just bones, bones, which apparently the Mount Hope at that point um, had been used for. Nobody had been buried there since like World War Two, uh-huh. uh, which I mean that was still pretty. Or I don't. Yeah, I guess I mean someone. How would they know it came from the cemetery? Right. Too? So I'm not rushing. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so weird. Uh, the Smithsonian report prompted two hearings at the Capitol in Charleston. After which, Governor Oki L. Patterson okay. and State Super State Police Superintendent W. E. Burchett told the Sodders their search was hopeless and declared <laughs> the case closed. Uh, undeterred, George and Jenny purchased a billboard along Route 16 and passed out flyers offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to the recovery of their children. They soon increased the amount to 10000 <sighs> I got so many calls from just people making shit up. Uh, A letter arrived from a woman in St. Louis saying the oldest girl, Martha, was in a convent there. Another tip came from Texas where a patron in a bar overheard an incriminating conversation about a long-ago Christmas Eve fire in West Virginia. Someone in Florida claimed the children were staying with a distant relative of Jenny's. George traveled the country to investigate each lead, always returning home without any answers. In 1968, more than 20 years after the fire, Jenny went to get the mail and found an envelope addressed only to her. It was postmarked in Kentucky, but it had no return address, 
Inside was a photo of a man in his mid-twenties. On his flip side, on the flip side of it, a cryptic handwritten note read, Louis Sauter, uh, I love Frankie, and then I can't, like, the rest of the writing <coughs> couldn't be made Oh, God, out. yeah. She and George couldn't deny the resemblance to their Louis, who was nine at the time of the fire. Uh, beyond the obvious similarities, dark curly hair and dark brown eyes, they had the same straight, strong nose, the same upward tilt of the left eyebrow. Once again, they hired a private detective and sent him to Kentucky. They never heard from him again. <laughs> it's not weird. Nope. Uh, the Sodders feared that if they published the letter or the name of the town on the postmark, they might harm their son. Instead, they amended the billboard to include the updated image of Lewis and hung an enlarged version over the fireplace. Uh, time is running out for us, George said in an interview, but we only want to know if they died in the fire, we want to be convinced. Otherwise, we want to know what happened to them. He died a year later in 1968, still hoping for a break in the case. You could never forget about it. <laughs> oh, that was that was Bastards. good. Jenny erected a fence around her property and began adding rooms to her home, building layer after layer between her and the outside. Since the fire, she had worn a uh, black exclusively yeah. as a sign of mourning. Sure, and continued to do so kids, man. That's awesome. until her own death in 1989. She basically lost. I mean, if that's how she ended up being, though, I mean, that means she basically lost all of her kids. Yeah. Because I mean, she quit being a part of the world. Yeah. Um, The billboard finally came down. Her children and grandchildren continued the investigation, and came up with theories of their own. The local mafia had tried to recruit George, but he declined and didn't sell. It didn't sit well with them. They tried to extort money from him, and he refused. The children, the children were kidnapped by someone they knew. Uh, someone who burst into the unlocked front door, told them about the fire, and offered to take them someplace safe. They might not have survived the night if they had, and they had lived for decades. Lived for decades. If it really was Lewis in that photograph, uh, they failed to contact their parents only because they wanted to protect them. Yeah. As of 2015, Sylvia Sauter Paxton, the youngest in the family, is still the only one is the only one still alive Jeez. of the surviving children from the house on the night of the fire. I think she died in 2018. I oh. couldn't find that for sure, but we I... We can't interview her for We this. can't. She, I mean, she won't return my call, so I assume she's oh. dead. Uh, she says her earliest memory, uh, which the fire is her earliest memory. She was the one that was two years old at the time. Uh, I was one of the last kids to leave home. She recalled the Gazette Mail in 2013. She and her father often stayed up late talking about what might have happened. Quote, I experienced their grief for a long time. Uh, she still believes that her, si- her siblings survived the night and quietly assists with efforts to find them and publicize the case. Her daughter said in 2006, she promised my grandparents she wouldn't let the story die, that she would do everything she could. And she did she for, did. yeah. So that is the case of the Sodder children. Five kids that just go missing during a fire. That's a real bummer. Yeah. What? Depressing story. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said bummer like it was... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is a bummer. That's crazy. But yeah, so... Maybe bomb. Everyone's kind of suspicious. That's so weird you would, like, bulldoze it over. Right. Like, you know, on one hand, somebody's like, like that's five of your kids are just gone. Yeah. 
And what the fuck are you gonna do with five kids if someone did take them? That's the other, like, so there's some theories. Um, Sell them, I guess. I mean, just so one person. So there's this, there's this big theory that the Sodders were that George more than anybody was violent uh-huh. towards the kids and the wife, and that this whole thing was a, I forget what they call it, but basically um, the fire was started on purpose uh-huh. so that maybe the middle the kids, kids could, could be taken out, out yeah. of the home and free from this. The older kids have been through it already. Right, so, so yeah. it wasn't like, so they, but uh, that's. Might leave the two-year-old. That's a stretch, man. Yeah. Like somebody would have, somebody like the, somebody, somebody would have had to be in on it. Yeah. Um. You know, so I don't know. That's a little stretch. Uh, but it does, like, I just can't imagine five bodies just burn up and disappear. Yeah. And that, I mean, like, the fire did smolder for eight hours. Mm-hmm. But if the house burnt down in 45 minutes. It's kind of like part of a dictionary. Right. They found <laughs> part of appliances. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, uh, the billboard was up for years, though. Um, like, I'm going to go out, set your house on fire, watch it. Okay. And I'll let the listeners know. Okay. Yeah. Stay here. It's called a science experiment. (laughs) Stay here. (laughs) All right. You're my assistant. Sounds good. (laughs) I'll just keep drinking. Uh, I feel so warm. I'll get on the phone with you, and I'll let you know how it's going. So that way you can have some good. Yeah. Uh, I'll try to record it live. live. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, I really don't know what happened. Um like again, how do you like if it's a person kidnapping five kids? Who kidnaps five kids? And if the hotel person was right, and there's four adults, so like, how are you traveling around with nine right. people? That's like two yeah. cars at least. So I really don't know. I mean, uh, most likely they did die in the fire, and sometimes people misremember. I mean, right, I don't know. right, right. Well, the one son, I don't know which one, he says that uh, when he first gave a statement, he said that he remembers going into the room of the younger kids mm-hmm. and, like, shaking them awake to tell them, like, to come on. Yeah. But then, like, later he denied that, and they think that it's, like, him saying that was him trying to... Because that's what he should have done. Yeah, yeah. So, like, he didn't do it, but then he was like, oh, I mean, I did, I, because, yeah. you know, because he didn't want to sound like he... Just so whatever. Ran out. <laughs> All he cared about himself. Yeah, weird story, man. Yeah. Just five people... Five it's kids disappear. Up. So, yeah, that's the story of the Sodder children in Fayetteville, okay. West Virginia. You want to do uh, Would You Rather? Yeah. Well, tough shit. I don't have any. Oh. Um, this week's a little different. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna learn a little bit about you, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is uh, the first one is fuck Mary Kill. Okay. Jason Voorhees. All right. Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. Michael Myers. Fuck Mary Kill. Jason Voorhees. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and Michael Myers. Yes. Uh. I'm going to fuck Freddy Krueger. He just Ooh. seems like a good time. Oh, yeah, he probably would. He's a fun guy. You know <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Get a bag. Get a paper bag. Yeah, yeah. Put it over there. Watch out for the hand job. Uh, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to I'm gonna marry Jason Voorhees. He seems like a real family. He's, he's a, he loves his mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's a big, strong guy. I he feel is. safe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then I'll kill Michael Myers. He's an Myers. outdoorsman. 
Yeah, he loves the outdoors. I yeah. love lakes yeah, and sure. campgrounds. Sure. So that's awesome. Um, and then, yeah, kill Michael Myers because he's just kind of like a sad little whiny bitch that, <laughs> you know, I don't even know what happened to him, but if Rob Zombie has anything to do with it, he makes me yeah, hate him. kill him. So, yeah, All definitely right. kill Rob Zombie's. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say definitely kill Rob Zombie. <laughs> no, I like Rob okay, Zombie. Okay, okay, okay. I just hate his Halloween movies. <laughs> that's, that's that's good. That Those were the right answers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, now we're going to do Desert Island. What's the one book that you would take? <sighs> one book. To, I mean, uh, well, the Bible. <laughs> the no. No. Uh, well, actually, I had the Bible tattooed all over my body, so I wouldn't even need to take <laughs> the actual book. Oh, yeah, it's all up here in my brain. <laughs> yeah. I know it. Ah, uh, man, I don't know. One book. One book. Um, uh, probably like uh, I got a, I got a, a, one of my one of the. Oh no, I know what it would be. Uh, see up there underneath the Predator. Yeah. Thing. That's the entire Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, uh, it's like the full compendium is what they call uh-huh. it. I'd take that. Is that one book or is it? Many it's books? just one giant fucking book of all okay. the comic strips. Yeah, oh yeah. So that's what I would take. That'd be cool. Because I could read. Yeah, I could read Calvin Hobbes over and over again forever. That'd be good. So that cool. one. So uh, what movie would you take? Well, I couldn't watch it. I'm on a desert island. Motherfucker, you can you have a screen <laughs> with right, one so movie I, to watch. I have over electricity over somehow. <laughs> uh, you know what? You ruined this. I have my phone. I can get a, I can get a little bit of voice. <laughs> Just enough Wi-Fi signal that I have to shoot. You have like a you have a you have electricity with like a TV with the VCR built in, and you can take one, one fucking VHS movie. tape. One VHS tape. It could be any movie though. Okay. Just any what fucking movie? Yeah. Uh, you're, what you, you really think you're gonna be on a desert island? I mean, none of this is. I hope. <laughs> um. One. Wash movie. your hands, even if you're on an island. Uh, I would take uh, true ro- uh, true romance. All right. Christian Slater. And what woodwind instrument? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean the pan flute. Okay, that's the only one I know. That's it. Now we know. That's now we know you so much better. You Wood, fuck Freddy Krueger. Hoodwind. Hoodwind. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, Hoodwind. Hood, he's a good time. Take. Yeah. He's a jokester. Uh huh. He can make me laugh. Yep. Yeah. Just watch that. Jason Voorhees would protect me. He would. Michael Myers. Make you a fire. Fuck off. Yep. Fuck off. Michael Even though Myers. Halloween's like my favorite horror movie. Yeah. So still. Still. We're talking about fucking, and we're talking about marrying. Right, that's different. These are all different, I yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask your favorite ones. <laughs> hey, this has gone off. All right, you're so too yeah. drunk and high off pills. Not even that much. <laughs> is this happening right now? Where am I, man? <laughs> am I on a desert island, man? <laughs> <laughs> Give me my pan flute! What are, what, what, what are some what, what, uh, blah, blah, woodwind instruments? I don't know. There's I just flutes. like saying woodwind. What the... Uh, what the Re- Redding... Uh, with a recorder, recorder count? Is that woodwind? Woodwind? Probably is woodwind. You can make one out of wood. I just wanted to say woodwind, okay? <laughs> I don't know. Quit putting me on the well, spot. Now I'm curious. <laughs> now I gotta find out. <laughs> You're the one. Uh, woodwind. Because I might change my mind. I might uh, not take a pan flute. Pan flute might not even be a woodwind. That's true. Right, uh, what, what brass instrument would you woodwind take? Woodwind instruments. All oh, saxophone, all day, yeah. all day, all day. Uh, woodwind instruments. They are... say the French horn is only the best kissers can play the French horn. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, common examples include flute, clarinet, oboe. Oboe. I think I take an. Oboe. Well, a saxophone is woodwind. It's a woodwind. And a bassoon. I've never seen a wooden saxophone. So they're not made. Does it, have to, does it have to be wood? No, no. Well, that's deceiving. Um, that is. Yeah. So it's uh, lies. What differentiates the? Uh, they're a family of musical instruments. Are we talking about this? 
So there, so it's like wind instruments and then woodwind instruments are a different thing because they have a uh, wooden reed yeah. that well, produces their sound. Well, yeah, you have to stick to your pant flute because you have to make it yourself from the trees on the island. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's no way I can make a fucking saxophone from a tree. I'm yeah. not that good. And by watching a movie, I mean you have to reenact a movie. Oh, there's a uh, flute called a shakuhachi. shakuhachi. Oh, yeah. I'll take that. That's my, that's my answer. Yeah, I'm taking a shakuhachi. That's my answer from now on. You're like, where's my shakuhachi? Uh, what is it? Oh, and a recorder. and It counts. Okay. So maybe a recorder. Because I like oboe. Just I like the I like the way that word is. I like oboe. I like bassoon for bassoon, the same reason. Yeah, yeah. That sounds uh, like something fun to call somebody. You bassoon. You fucking bassoon. <laughs> you bassoon macaroni. <laughs> get oboe here. All right, man. <laughs> we better get off here before we say some things and get us in trouble with the mob. Oh, now we're yeah, now we are. You know, because the right. mafia listens. Big I'm, fans. I'm gonna go wash my hands. Uh, hey, so yeah, everybody uh, survive coronavirus, please. Um. And check out our podcast, share it, tell your friends. Uh, if, as I've said before, we still got some shirts, I think. We're still making shirts. People I have two to deliver, but I gave them all out. Yeah, okay, so we can yeah. make new ones, though, if people want them. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Brandon and Aaron. if anyone uh, goes to our anchor.fm page, yep. anchor.fm backslash middle-aged and mediocre, there is a little button on there that's like supports the podcast, and I think it's like uh, you can... Do like a dollar a month, five dollars a month, something like that. If anyone does that, let me know, and I will draw you yeah. a little personalized monster. I'll cut off a finger and send it to and you. And Joel will cut off a finger. Yeah. Maybe not his. <laughs> Maybe not mine. Probably not mine. You'll get a finger, though, yeah. in the mail. <laughs> You're going to so, get the finger. And I mean, I think these days you can do whatever you want. The world's ending. Yep. So yeah. we might be back next week, yeah. or... The world may be in total chaos. It's the end of the world as we know it. And I feel fine. <laughs> yeah, it's the alcohol and the pills, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs>